It's a terrible football show. All right. I want whatever you guys are smoking right now. Come on, Shane. You. Oh, Oh, baby. Go. Yeah. Shane, I swear to God. Welcome to a terrible football show. That's my quarterback and my teammate, man. <laughs> Ruins my fucking holiday every damn year. Alex. What up? You could thoroughly kiss my ass. Why not let us decide the top four? Yeah, let a terrible football show. Let a terrible football Decide the top four. Show. Fuck you, Shane. <laughs> Roll Todd. Have a good one, guys. Oh, Have a good fuck one. Oh, yeah, he's got to go. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Uh, <laughs> you know, I like that Baker Mayfield and myself, man. He was baking it up there in the Browns, and it just turned into a big old shit pile. So- <laughs> Get that right. I will fly you out and take you to a game in Dallas of your fucking choice. Ooh. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's successful at just giving his terrible opinions. So why can't I? It's a terrible football show after all. Welcome to the Terrible Football Show, episode Terrell Owens. Hopefully you're having a wonderful day today, whether you're watching this live alongside of us or listening to it after the fact. We appreciate the absolute hell out of you. Uh, I got the boys here with me. I got Jacob and Ricky. Boys, how we doing? How we feeling? Good week. My team's... My team scored three points over the weekend. How do you think I feel? Hey, absolute barn burner over there, baby. That was a game. Of course, for anyone listening, we are talking about Arkansas. Was it Mississippi State, I think? Yep. Yeah, that was, yes. a, that was a barn yes. burner. Oh, gosh. Three points. That's the first time in over 20 years that we only scored three points in a game. And at least the last time we scored three points in a game it was against a national champion or an eventual national champion, which I think was LSU. I think that's the last time we only scored three points in the entire in, in an entire football game. That's just absolutely ridiculous. We're done. I, I'm done. You know, I, I know I was done last week. I'm done this week. I, you know, we lose the bye week. Okay. It's over. Okay. We're, we're going, so we're going need, over the rest a, of the way. You need way. a new team, right? We're, we're, we're not beating Florida. We're not beating Florida international. We're, we're not beating Missouri. And I'm so ticked off. I don't remember who the fourth team is right now. Auburn. We're not beating Auburn either. So no, what you're saying is you're, it's time to jump ship. It's time to retire your fandom. Oh, it's, it's time it, to it's become a Buckeye. Close, yeah, go be a Buckeye. I don't know about it. I don't know about becoming a Buckeye. Come, it, come be, come be a Hawaii it's, it's, fan. It's, it's, it's come on, becoming, come with me. It's so relaxing. This, it's so relaxing. This is why we have backups, ladies and gentlemen. This is why we have backup teams, just in case our initial team completely sucks. And in this case, I'm done. I, I can't do it. I can't do it no more, y'all. I can't do it no more. We have completely went. KJ Jefferson has completely he, – he's not getting drafted. And, I, and to be honest with you, I don't even know if he'll get a, an offseason workout with anybody. That's how bad he is right now. Tell me how. And yeah, this, that's okay, a hot take. I'm doing my – Okay, so I'm gonna do I'm gonna do some of my dicks right now. Disappointing. What is so disappointing right now is the simple fact <laughs> is is that when coming into the season, you had KJ Jefferson and Rocket Sanders coming back. That right there just in itself is like okay. Let's see where we can go with this because we have veteran leadership. We know we can run the football. 
Uh, we knew KJ was going to have to step up and play a whole lot better than what he did last year. We, we, we knew this. And Rocket hasn't been available. KJ has done nothing but regressed. And we have done nothing. And then, of all the things that... Which, listen... For those who people who don't know their football, who say we should have kept Kendall Bryles, needs to be punched. Because the only reason we didn't keep Kendall Bryles is because he, we, he, could, he couldn't call an offense. He could not call an offensive play to save his life. Now, first of all, they screwed up when they hired Dan Enos. Which I, at first, thought, well, maybe, just maybe, you know, Getting, getting KJ adapted to a pro style will, might, might help him in his future. It's done nothing but regressed him, and the entire damn offensive line looks like a bunch of – like, you you and I could block better than most of those people up there, and they're blocking 350-pound linemen every single week. I mean, it is just absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. It's so bad. It's, it's so bad. It turns to infuriating for the simple fact is, is that for the third straight season, the third straight season, we've done absolutely nothing to improve, and it's absolutely ridiculous. We go from one point, and instead of taking that one point, which we saw this little progression coming along, it's done nothing but regressed ever since then. And now it turns from disappointing into infuriating because you have these two great athletes with nothing to show for it whatsoever. And for the first time in forever, our defense played really, really well. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the state of the union when it comes to being an Arkansas Razorback. And the way that you're talking right now is basically how I talked have been talking for weeks when it comes to being a Chicago Bears fan. Who got a random win this weekend? Like I said, guys, I can't predict Bears games because I picked the Raiders to win. I can't pick Bears games. It's not possible. Either way, at least while like you know while we won the game, that's cool and all. It's uh, it's still not going to necessarily get us to where we want to go. Ricky's wearing feeling how he's feeling, but Jacob, you had a had a pretty big win this weekend being an Ohio State Buckeye fan. We just keep adding on to our unbelievable resume currently. I think out of the top 10 teams right now, we have the best resume. Mm. And come college football playoff committee time next week. I think they, if, if they don't say that ranked wins, especially top 10 wins like both of ours was, are is one of the most important factors into ranking a team. I'm 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 done with the committee once again. Yeah, once again. Doesn't take much. Yeah, next week uh we will not be live on Tuesday. Uh which is unfortunate, you know, because last year we are live for the college football playoff reveal, the rankings reveal. I really want to do that this year. But next Tuesday is of course Halloween. Uh, and I personally wanted to have some spooky plans. So apologies, that that one's on me, boys. Now we can all have spooky plans, though. So go have some spooky plans. Go have some fun. Uh, but we'll, we will be live on Wednesday. I don't know what time we'll go live, like either 5 or 5.30. If it's 5, like me and Ricky will start the show. Jacob will just pop in. Ricky will leave early kind of thing. I don't know. We will figure it out. Just keep an eye on the channel, uh, and you will see the, the, uh, the live stream go up at some point. It's all good. Uh, but no, today's episode, um, you know, we are, as I have for the title, we have ATFS presents the true 
AP top 25 of college football this is something that Jacob approached me with. And, uh, you know, he's uh, very adamant that the AP is a joke, which they are. We know that. We already know that. So we're going to definitely go through that. Um, and then just some other college, uh, college stuff going on, some pro stuff. You know, the usual BS, no big deal. Uh, after the AP top 25 presented by UTFS, uh, we do have our very own official Mr. Ricky here. He's going to dissect some plays that uh, were either called correctly or called wrong. Obviously, I can't show the plays. So, Ricky, I'm just going to need you to, like, basically say, like, this game, this quarter, whatever whatever info you can provide. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm, I, I'm sure people yeah, can get the most of the gist of it. Obviously, I cannot show it. So Yeah, that's fine. There, there's four plays, and I think – um, anybody who watched any kind of football over the weekend will know which ones I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think without further ado, I think we can go ahead and probably jump into Jacob's AP Top 25. The only thing to shout out, of course, is uh, make sure to go check out some Rogue Energy and check out Agent Inc. and buy a jersey. All right, I'm swapping screens, Jacob. Uh, this is your show now, my guy. All right. So first and foremost, I myself... Everybody here at ATFS cannot stand the AP pools for the for the overall part. It's fan based purely. It's it's money based, fan based, and very 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 biased. So after this most recent AP top twenty five poll came out, I decided to take it upon myself to establish what will be the actual real top 25 in college football division <laughs> one Love so it. without further ado <laughs> Love it. i love you jacob i right, swear wait, hold dude, on, hold dude, on. This Bo- is awesome. jacob before we do we want to start from the bottom <laughs> and work our way up what are we what are we doing here Yes, I am starting from the bottom. All right, hold on. Let me go all the way down then. All right, we are at the bottom. I'm at the bottom. We're good. I'm glad I clarified that before we got going. <laughs> <laughs> so right. first and foremost, there are two teams that are not going to be in this top 25 that are in the actual official AP top 25, and that is UCLA and USC. Ooh. USC, four weeks now including the last two weeks of being losses has not looked like top team that everyone thought they were going to look like. I agree. This going into this year, it's, it's insane how much they have dropped off the radar. Pretty much. Caleb Williams is not looking great at all. Their defense is non-existent and UCLA speaks for itself. They haven't really played anybody uh, to warrant a top 25. Yeah, true. Position. Only Washington State. That's really it, honestly. So. Sorry. I will go five teams at a time. Okay. Starting with the first five. Number 25, we have Tennessee. Number 24, Florida. Number 23, Liberty. Number 22, James Madison. Number 21, Tulane. I, I don't. I don't have an issue with those. I like that. Liberty not being ranked in the top 25 right now is is blasphemy. They are an undefeated team. They have some pretty impressive wins as far as their caliber of football goes. And it needs to be warranted with a with a position in the top teams in the country. Yeah, I agree to that. Where did you rank where, where, where did you where did you rank Liberty? 23. 
23. They are above Florida and Tennessee. That's fair. Is it fair, Ricky? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I have no argument there. Yeah, you've, you've, you've got a pretty good warrant. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just messing it's, with yeah, you. He's messing with I'm you because of, because of the, 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 the history of liberty on this show with us <laughs> and you. Oh, yeah, yeah. now I get it. Okay, okay, okay. Read between the lines, gentlemen. Read between the lines. Uh, next five teams we got here. Number 20, North Carolina. 19, Louisville. 18, Duke. 17, Air Force. And 16, Missouri. I'm here for okay, that. So this, is where I'm, this is where I'm going to disagree with you. The only reason I would not put Duke so high above North Carolina, they do have two losses. And I understand the two losses were very close. You know, you know Notre Dame and Florida State, I will get that. And I also get that North Carolina did lose to Virginia, which was, to, to me, that's the only massive upset that we've had this entire, this entire confusing football season so far. But I still would not put Duke above North Carolina right here. The reason why I put not Duke yet. above North Carolina is because Yes, North Carolina only has one loss, but they also have some very close games that were almost potential losses against App State and uh, Pitt. And meanwhile, Duke has played some pretty consistent football, so I can see your logic. I can see both pieces of logic. Uh, but I will say for North Carolina being below Duke, I mean, man, that Virginia loss. I've been there. That's huge. Virginia's one of the worst teams in the country right now, and that, as far as Power 5 goes especially. So that's just terrible. I mean, these one-win teams this weekend, I mean, uh, uh, that just got their second win. You've got them. You've got the Chicago Bears, who basically had NCAA Division II at quarterback, and he just threw all over the place and played very, very well. And then the the Patriots, oh, my gosh. It's the Tim Tebow Division II. I I guess I get I guess so. So you all right, so uh repeat repeat what you had uh on those last five. Uh sixteen Missouri, seventeen Air Force, eighteen Duke, nineteen Louisville, twenty North Carolina. Okay, okay. Pretty run of the mill stuff. I mean, all these teams relatively rank around the same in the actual AP, but I just moved them based upon Strength of schedule, head to head, you know the, the the usual stuff that the committee would go for. Okay, okay. Next five. Now we're starting to get into the juiciness. Fifteen Notre Dame, fourteen LSU, thirteen Utah, twelve Ole Miss, eleven Oregon State. Go be so. Baby. Oregon State, Ole Miss, and Utah stay the same. I do flip Notre Dame and LSU because I think LSU has had a more impressive season thus far than Notre Dame. I can agree to that, honestly. Yeah, I, 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 there's, there's no arguing there. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with that. I know that one Florida State loss that LSU had at the beginning of the year that looked looked pretty bad. But who? Uh, see, Notre Dame, they have lost. I know they lost to Ohio State. Who was their second loss? Uh, Louisville. Yeah. Yeah, and then then Louisville turned around and lost the very next week. So yeah, all right. What's next? All right. Now we start the top 10 here. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Stays relatively the same with Penn State at number 10. Alabama, or 
Oregon at number nine, Alabama eight, Texas at seven, Oklahoma at six. Alabama and Oregon, I flip versus the actual AP poll because Alabama has started to get more hot. And Oregon, I don't know about Oregon yet. I really, really don't. They've only truly had one test, and that was Washington, and they flubbed it. I think Oregon has been yeah, a little bit more impressive I, I wouldn't coming say back. They, I wouldn't say they flubbed it. That was a very good football game. That was that was a really good football game. I mean, one thing we take in consideration with Alabama, if we're going to be honest, um, if you go through Alabama's entire schedule, um, you know, they lost to Tech. They did lose to Texas, who was ranked at the time. I think they were ranked lower at the time than what the Washington game was last think What was Washington to Oregon? Like five and six or something like that? I can't remember. Seven and eight, I think. Um, something like that. Five and six, I don't know. Texas right, so was ranked time, 11th when they beat Alabama. So, so, they, so, they, so they have a loss against a ranked team that was lower than both uh, Oregon and Washington at the time that Bama lost to Texas. The very next week, they barely got out of freaking, they barely got out of Florida with the win. And I know it was a 17-3, and I, you know, we knew they were going to win the game, but they just looked completely awful. Uh, ever, I mean, and then ever since then, they've looked pretty good. I mean, they had a close, they had a close game against, uh, against Texas A&M, Arkansas. They only had a three-point win against Arkansas, and you know how Arkansas is and everything like that. Um, now, I will say that their Tennessee win was very impressive, but Tennessee's not near as good as what they have been. So, um, you, you know, so in some ways, I, I, I could see your point just based on the ballot that Alabama's had a tougher schedule. But as far as being impressive goes, I'm more impressed with Oregon than I am Alabama. The but reason I do, why I'm I not do, as impressed with Oregon... Go ahead. Oh no, that that was my microphone trying to catch. That was just my microphone trying to catch up with the speakers and this crappy box internet that I have over here. <laughs> One day, the reason why I'm more impressed with Alabama versus Oregon is because Oregon has had one true test so far this season, and they fail. That right there, that type of game against Washington is the game that makes or breaks a season, whether or not you go to the playoffs. And if Oregon is as impressive as everybody says they are, they should have won that game. So I'm actually on the boat with Ricky on this one where I, I'm more impressed by Oregon personally, because it's like when it comes to the Washington game, while I do agree with you, that was like their that was like their one true, true test out of their schedule so far. I, it's tough to call that game a failure outside of just losing it. You know what I mean? Because Ricky does that was a phenomenal game. Both teams showed up in every way possible, you know, and they lost very close. I don't, it's tough to call it a failure, but I do see your point about hey, it's a failure because you, you didn't win the game. All you know, a win's yeah. a win. You know, I I understand that. Well, when it, when it comes to this, I would personally flip Oregon and Alabama. That's my personal take. Just because you know, while Alabama's kind of gotten hot recently, they have just had a season of inconsistency. Because I mean, I still think it's a laughing stock. They kept it. They kept it freaking close with USF for God's sake. Um, so I mean, that that would be the only thing I would sw switch here is Alabama and Oregon. Uh, another yeah, I mean, one of the last reasons why I switched it is because Oregon only has one top twenty-five win. Alabama has two. I mean, that's fair. And Alabama's two. I, wins I see. I, I see both. I see both points. I see both sides. That one's yeah, that one's that, a tough that, one. That's fair. Now you guys ready for a shocker? Yeah, hit me with it. All let's, right. Let's At number five, we got Georgia. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. 
Their biggest win was against Kentucky, and Kentucky was ranked number 20. The biggest challenge ahead that I see them having is they have a tough four-game stretch coming up, and four of, all four of which ranked versus ranked. Going to be... This is the test. This is finally the true test for this Georgia team that has been very inconsistent throughout this season. Do I think they'll survive? I doubt it. I honestly doubt it. Uh, the reason for the ranking, though, is they just haven't played a top-tier team yet. Kentucky was ranked, but far from a top team in the country, and has just dropped out of the top 25. UAB and Vandy both gave them fits when the games were when it should have been blowouts. Facts. Uh, and a now three and four Auburn team nearly stole a win. Also, they have one of the weakest non-conference schedules for a power. That's a big they do fact. Not deserve a number one. That uh, now the the schedule thing that is big fucking facts. Like that schedule is weak as fuck. Any Georgia fan tries to argue that you have your head so firmly shoved up your own asshole in your own little echo chamber. I'm sorry, but it's true. That is one of the most pathetic schedules I've ever seen, especially because of the travel aspect of things. Where, like, they literally, like, what, go to, like, Tennessee and then Florida, and do they go anywhere else? Is Tennessee and Florida, like, the only states they go to? Uh, as far as remaining games go? No, I mean, like, for their entire schedule. Wasn't it only, like, you know, Tennessee and Florida is, like, the only states they got to go to? Uh, they went to Auburn, uh, so, so Alabama. That, Alabama. Yeah, so it's like three states, and they're obviously like surrounding. Yeah, that's pathetic. <laughs> that's pathetic. I will say, oh. uh, when it comes to um, Georgia, I think dropping them from like one to five that that's a pretty heavy drop. But I will agree with you a hundred percent that Georgia being number one is just them having just a nice little pat on the ass. Because they're the back-to-back whatever champions, you know what I mean? Like that's all it is. Yeah, like, like it is a dramatic a drop. I will agree, but, but it's just the fact that all the other four teams in the top five just to me have better and more impressive resumes. Right. I see that. Yeah, that's that, that's understandable. But I I will say this in their defense because last year Georgia had to go to Missouri, to Kentucky. They had to go to the swamp in Florida, and everybody knows no matter how terrible the Florida team is, uh, it's it's no fun going to the swamp. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, they just they just haven't figured things out yet. But, yeah, I, I agree with you on their resume. They have not been able to get – they have not been able to be consistent enough uh, to be a number one team in the country. I, I will agree with that, though. I am firmly predicting that Georgia will finish the season with two losses. Mm. Do I know to who? <laughs> Not necessarily. I'm not, I'm not going to pinpoint, but who lost team? Okay. Okay. Moving on to number four, Washington. Obviously the huge win against Oregon. Um, their biggest challenge ahead is that they have one of the toughest stretches of games to end the season with three games coming against ranked teams, one game against a formerly ranked team and a Stanford team who put up uh, put the final nail in a coffin that was the Colorado hype train. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back next year. I hope not. <laughs> He'll be back next year. Get ready. I, I I cannot stand Colorado. Like, I love Dion, but the hype was not warranted whatsoever. Because it's a first-year team, Or uh, yeah, it, it, there's so many different pieces that are still missing from that team 
the hype shouldn't have been there. Just wait That's till next another year. Another topic. Just wait till next year. Uh, upcoming potential losses that I could see is obviously they go to USC, then they play Utah, they go to the Beavs, and then they play Washington State. That's a tough schedule. That's a very very tough schedule. Yeah, and I agree. it's a it's a gauntlet. It, do I they, see they do them have winning out? I very much well could. But they might catch a loss somewhere in that mix. Now, if they if they if they fulfill this gauntlet, are they number one to you? Oh yeah, hands down. Because okay. like that, I I look at the I look at this lineup. I mean USC while they've dropped off a cliff, you know it's still a good football team. They're just not a great football team. Can we agree to that? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, good football team. Utah, I'd say a good football team. Oregon State, good football team. Washington State, I mean, all all these are good football teams. You know what I mean? Like these are like teams not to laugh at. Uh, so if they if they go through this gauntlet and uh, come out with wins and maybe even a, yeah, at least maybe one or two convincing wins, I mean, in my opinion, Washington has a hundred percent the argument to be the number one team in the country. I think the biggest thing going against Washington right now is their non-conference game. That's fair. I mean, yeah, you have Michigan State, but Michigan State is not a very good team this year. You have Boise State. Boise State isn't a very good team this year. And Tulsa is Tulsa. Shout out to the Golden Hurricane. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be there this weekend. Really? Oh, really? Only tournament. Nice. The great, Uh, the great, the greater Tulsa Open. Nice. Number three. Florida State. Obviously, their biggest win was against LSU. Biggest challenge ahead. Can they start a game fast? Or will they continue to rely on strong second half performances to get them the victory? Like they have been over and over again for the last four weeks. Their schedule, their upcoming potential losses, I have at Pittsburgh, Miami, and then at Florida. I can see that Pittsburgh starting to starting to catch some heat, so I can see Pittsburgh giving them an upset. Uh, Florida, I predicted before the season even began that Florida is going to catch that dub against Florida State, and I still firmly believe that. And Miami, I threw that in there for you, out. Thank you. I have faith. I have faith. Hey, shout out to the Canes, man, getting a dub over Clemson this weekend. Yeah. Shout true. out. Uh, the reason for the ranking at number three is they have multiple ranked wins, including then number five LSU and number 16 Duke. Outside of those wins, the rest of their W's have come against either slumping or straight up terrible teams. Southern Miss, trash. They survived by two points against an unexpected Boston College team. Clemson is in the middle of what seems to be a rebuilding phase this year, and Virginia Tech and Syracuse are lackluster. Now, Jordan Travis, their quarterback, playing some of the best football in the country right now, in my opinion. He became just the fourth ACC quarterback with at least 15 passing touchdowns and five rushing scores through the first seven games of the season in the past 20. That's impressive because the ACC has had some pretty damn good quarterback talent within the last 20 years. All right, who's number one and number two? (laughs) Well, obviously it's Michigan and Ohio State, but who is who is the question? I have number two, Michigan. 
best win so far this year for them was versus Rutgers. And that that speaks for itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michigan's schedule has uh, been a cupcake. Yeah, the the biggest challenge ahead for them is just the results of the cheating scandal. Honestly, that that is the biggest hurdle that is standing in their way right now. And so far right now, it's not it's not looking very good for them. <laughs> um, a, a Michigan staffer, just for people who haven't been catching up with this, a Michigan staffer uh, was found to have bought tickets for more than 30 games at 11 Big Ten schools over the past three years. And also there is video evidence of sideline taping that is to be uh, filed and sent to the NCAA this week. Uh, that was caught by stadium surveillance. Not looking very good for Michigan. And I have a feeling that if they are found guilty, there is going to be firings. There is going to be, th this season will be a forfeit. Probably the last couple seasons will be forfeited. Um, and obviously they won't be able to go to a bowl game. Yeah. No, you're, uh, you're upcoming right. Potential you're, losses. You're totally right on Penn the biggest State. challenges. What's that? You're totally right on the biggest challenge ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Upcoming potential losses. They still have to play Penn State at Penn State in Happy Valley. And then they also have to play Ohio State. Um, reason for a top two or top three ranking is because, you know, they've only allowed 47 total points a lot, uh, over the course of the first eight games. Strength of schedule obviously isn't the best, but they've been playing some of the best football in the country regardless and have had no close calls so far this season. Um, with most of the top 10 teams having at least one close call and most of them being against unranked teams. Now, obviously, and there is before, before I, I get into the number one, there absolutely zero bias in this top 25. I know it may come across as that, but I, I, I promise you guys, there is no bias whatsoever. Says the I do Ohio have number State one fan. as Ohio State. Biggest win was against Penn State, and their biggest challenge ahead, can they get key players back from injury in time to go head-to-head -head with Michigan when the uh, final game comes? They could lose against Wisconsin. They could lose against Michigan. I, Wisconsin could be a trap game. Wisconsin's not been the best. I definitely thought they were going to be better this season, but they haven't been playing up to their potential. The reason that I put them at number one is what I what I was talking about earlier is they are, they have two top ten wins already under their belt, and that's the most of any top ten teams right now. So their resume speaks for itself. They're averaging a total of ten points scored against them per game. That's third nationally. OSU's defense has been absolutely smothering, aside from a slip up with Maryland, but they closed that game out and won by double digits. Uh, and the offense has been slightly banged up, especially at running at the running back position, but remains stout with Ford Harrison Jr. Connection leading the way for the country. So as a gentleman here who is friends with said gentleman that is an Ohio State fan, I can tell everyone listening to the show that without a shadow of a doubt, 
this motherfucker is biased as shit. Right? Like, he is like General Bob Carpenter level bias where he's throwing Ohio State at number one at every single moment that he can, saying that Ohio State's going to win the national championship <laughs> at every single moment that he has this, the, the chance to reveal that information. Do not buy into this bullshit. This is a crockpot full of shit. <laughs> no, no, in all seriousness, no. Jacob, there is no biasness when it comes to Jacob because, like, you know, him putting Ohio State up there, like, I think there's a valid argument for it because, you know, the big wins that they've had are big wins. You know what I mean? With Penn State, with Notre Dame, those are both huge wins, top 10 wins, like Jacob was saying. And having the argument to put them at number one, I think it's a very valid argument. When it comes to all the teams right now, I'm going to be real with you guys. Like, I feel like the most valid arguments to be made for the number one team in the nation is like Ohio State and Washington, in my opinion. I think those two have the highest argument to make. And I know there's Georgia there, but again, I, I feel like Georgia's just getting a pat on the ass because they're Georgia. That's what I feel like. Uh, they're a top five team. I don't think anyone can disagree with that. They are a top five team, but I don't know if they're number one. I think they're, I think when it comes to the top twenty-five, I think there is a legitimate argument to make with Ohio State and uh, Washington. You know, at least in my opinion, we, th- this man may be an Ohio State fan, but he is uh, most definitely not a biased fan. Because trust me, trust me on this. If he was a biased son of a bitch. He would not be on this show. <laughs> I like I, to give everyone an insight on that. When I met Ricky, and I knew he was an Arkansas fan, my exact words to Tyler: If Ricky was one of those Arkansas fans that just believed Arkansas was the greatest thing on the face of this planet, and he's not a realist, he will never be on this show. And Tyler's like, "Nah, he's good." I'm like, "All right, bet." <laughs> <laughs> I don't tolerate that bullshit. I'm because I'm a I am a hyper realist in all aspects of life. So you know, even though Jacob's an Ohio State fan, I think uh, you know I'm just I'm stating his case for him that this is a legitimate argument. It's not just uh, it's not just fandom. I got you, Jacob. I appreciate that, buddy. As I slip, you know, some money under the table, <laughs> or you slip some money under the table, you know. Um. The only thing that I – yeah, I, you definitely have a valid argument for Ohio State being number one. There, there's definitely no valid argument there. The only thing that I think that really – the only thing I would disagree with is the fact that even though Michigan has not had the schedule so far, they've had no hiccups. They haven't had any close call. Like, they haven't – there has not been a time in a football game where you're like, oh, my gosh, is there, could this team potentially upset Michigan? You haven't had that. Um, and it, I think that's the only hiccup. The one thing that I will say about, about it, though, Jacob, is that, um, and I can't believe I'm saying this, I've actually been very impressed with the way Ohio State's handled all controversy so far for this coming season because you've seen that struggle that they've had, and it's like when they went to Notre Dame, they were just on this different level, and coming out of that, coming out of that win – Next week against Maryland, you know it. You know it took three quarters for them to finally wake up and put Maryland away. Um, but you know, and Maryland is not a scrub. Uh, Purdue is Purdue. Um, they're they're not very good. And then of course, you know, Penn State. Penn State being at home this year, the only argument that I would really have, I think Notre Dame is their biggest win so far this year because it was at Notre Dame. And to me, um, now now now, in the retrospect, it was a bigger game because of the conference itself. 
because, you know, that that's conference implications right there. And that's one of the biggest things that the committee looks at. They do look at conference more than they do more than they do the non-conference per se, depending on the situation. I still think their biggest wins at Notre Dame because it was at Notre Dame. And this Notre Dame team, even though they did lose to a very lesser team a few weeks back, um, I still think that's their biggest win so far. That's the only thing that I would say um, that I could make an argument for. But yeah, I would, I, I would definitely back you up on this ranking though. That I've, um, I, I definitely back you up on that one. That's that, that's that's good stuff right there. And maybe we should have an ATFS playoff poll. You know, whenever Jacob messaged about like I'm gonna do the true top twenty five, I'm just like. Is this untapped potential for this show that we haven't thought about? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> yes. it's not we're only gonna, that. Like, we're going to send this. I, I also thought we'll about the whole. Uh, and- yeah, true. I also thought about the whole, like, you know, we're looking at bad plays. And I'm just like, Ref Ricky. Ref Ricky. Are, 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 is this an, another untapped potential that we haven't thought about? is a ref rookie segment. Uh, there, there may be some segments on this show in the future. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do a speed run of your top 25. We'll wrap this bad boy up. Let's, let's do it, Jacob. Run through it. All right. Number one, Ohio State. Two, Michigan. Three, Florida State. Uh, Four, uh, Washington. Wait. Fuck Florida State. Ah. Apologies. Ah. Apologies. Five, Georgia. Six, Oklahoma. Seven, Texas. Eight, Alabama. Nine, Oregon. Ten, Penn State. Eleven, Oregon State. Twelve, Ole Miss. Thirteen, Utah. Fourteen, LSU. Fifteen, Notre Dame. Sixteen, Missouri. Seventeen, Air Force. Eighteen, Duke. Nineteen, Louisville. Twenty, North Carolina. Twenty-one, Tulane. Twenty-two, James Madison. Twenty-three, Liberty. Twenty-four, Florida. Twenty-five, Tennessee. And the two teams left out of my top 25 that are in the actual AP top 25 is UCLA and USC. Beautiful job. Thank you. And that was the ATFS top 25 uh, going in like what, week eight? <laughs> week yeah. nine, I don't remember <laughs> what week we're in. I'll be honest with you. It's all a blur. It, look, this weekend for me is a blur. <laughs> I did one thing all weekend. Okay, <laughs> I'm, it is definitely a blur to me. All right, let's get to let's get to ref Ricky. Let's get to ref Ricky. We got some plays that he's gonna he's gonna break down a little bit. Uh, before we actually get to ref Ricky, though, I want to shout this out because I just saw it while we were going through everything. Um, apparently, body cam footage was released of Chris Olave uh, getting arrested last night. Have you guys seen that yet? No. Yep. Yeah, he got arrested last night. I saw the, the body cam has come out within the last hour. Uh, he was driving a 75 and a 35. Uh, and, of course, this dumbass, you know. All right, so this right here, like, I haven't actually listened to it. So I haven't listened to the tone. I'm just reading the text, you know. So I haven't listened to the tone or anything. But, like, assuming, safely assuming that it's meant the way that he, you know, it's kind of perceived in text. I officially have zero respect for Chris Olave because it's just like, stop being a fucking child. But like in the video, he literally says, my bad dog. I play for the saints, man. And the cops just like, and like, do I like, do I care? Like if you're trying to flaunt that, like, man, I play for the saints, dude, who gives a fuck breaking the law is breaking the law. So shout out to that. That happened. 
I saw so saw that come out. So that's the thing. We'll see what we'll see what comes out of that. But anyway, all right, ref Ricky, what do we got? What do we got on the slate this week? All right. So, uh, who was it that, that was Steve that sent me those? Right? Yeah, Steve's in all of them. All right, Steve. So hopefully you're listening. First, of, I'm I'm gonna kind of go with some of the ones that are point blank obvious. The first one I'm gonna go over is the Pittsburgh Steelers one that he sent me. Um, he felt like the he felt like that Kenny Pickett did not get the line to gain. Um, of course, that line on TV and yeah, that line on TV that you see is not necessarily 100% accurate. Uh, when you see Kenny Pickett take the foot, when you see him sneak the football, I thought the line judge spotted it right on. It's sometimes it is very, very hard to see a quarterback sneak. So um, wh- whether he got it right or wrong, I don't think that's necessarily something to throw your hands up on or anything like that. But um, that is just something that that's going to happen, especially in quarterback. I personally thought he got it right. Now, I did watch it about seven or eight times before I did come up with that conclusion. I do want to get to the Browns and Indianapolis game uh, next. Um, The one thing that I hate about the NFL is some of these picky, picky ass rules that they have um, where um, where they do have illegal contact and everything like that. Now, the one thing about the illegal contact, the only reason I disagree with it is uh, is for the simple fact is is that there was already a sack on the quarterback. There really wasn't a play um, that was going toward him at the time. Now, I do understand why they called that because the player was kind of falling and it did hurt his route a little bit, but I didn't think it hurt it enough where uh, where it completely changed his route where it completely changes footing or anything. Not like what we saw in the Super Bowl, for for, for example, because uh, that, that's kind of how um, the Super Bowl sort of played itself out. So that's the only thing I thought they got wrong, with the exception of the pass interference in the end zone. Now, one of the things that I will say about that pass interference call, because technically, if the ball is in the air, it's considered pass interference. Um, they could have called a hold, a defensive holding call, but that would have also been inaccurate as well because, like I said before, if the ball's in the air and they're holding, it's pass, interfer- it's, it's pass interference all day long. Now, um, the one thing that I wish they would have came together on was was that a catchable ball? And that was not a catchable ball. I, I don't care. You could have been 7 foot. 20 and that would not have been caught. Um, it just, that, that's the only thing that I wish that the NFL would specify when it came, when it came to stuff like that. Cause high, high school and college football is the same exact way when it comes to pass interference. If the ball's in the air and there's any kind of illegal contact, it's, it's considered pass interference, uh, for, for the most part, the one game that, that, that has been somewhat the most controversial. And this is kind of where, um, this is kind of where um, you have fandom and then you have officiating because one of the things with officiating and this is kind of this has kind of helped me appreciate you know some of the thing it, it kind of helps me appreciate that I have a rule book in front of me to read uh, for the simple fact is is that when you have this punt return play uh, for the uh, for the Iowa Minnesota game obviously that Iowa kid play, I feel bad for the kid but yes he did break he did break a rule. So uh, what the referee said was, according to the rules, that is considered an invalid fair catch, which is any kind of excessive waving of the arms. Now, when he pointed, when he pointed, 
um, you know, that's, you know, he's he's just pointing at the ball toward his teammates, things like that. That's perfectly legal. But when he took his left arm and he started swinging his left arm, like winding it like a clock, um, the reason they call that an invalid fair catch signal is for the simple fact that, number one, it's illegal, but it's also, it's also in there to prevent anything, what we call a fake fair catch signal. We sort of had this last year. I had this exact play, not this exact play, but it was very, very close last year. It was on a kickoff. The player raised his arm up, but he never gave a fair signal, and he ended up catching the ball and fumbling the football. Now, had this player caught the football and fumbled the football, it would have been a clear fumble, and, and you know they could have been able to play on. However, there was no fumble. All it was was a clear recover. Which, uh, it, by rule, it's a dead ball. It's dead right there where it plays because of that invalid fair catch signal. And so, it's it, it's a tough rule. Uh, but but there, there's a reason it's there, and it's it's to prevent things like that. Obviously, this kid did not know. That's 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 the thing that sucks is that this kid did not know. And even though you know you have fans out there who are like, oh, we got screwed, we got screwed, we got screwed. It's the rules, guys. I'm telling you guys, that's the one thing. That, uh, that can make or break an official is them knowing their rules. And, um, you know, I don't want to sound biased by any kind of means necessary, but um, there's a reason we have officials. There's a reason that they that they have certain rules. And, uh, and yes, uh, unfor- un- unfortunately, the rule was correct. It was a correct, um, it was an invalid fair catch, and they did get that right. Yeah, I'm watching it right now. Yeah, I, I can see how the ruling came down as it did. I'm going to be honest. It sucks. It sucks. And it, even even Aaron Rodgers touched on it. I think last night, or was it last Today. night? Last night, Monday Night Football. And um, but Aaron Rodgers is also, you know, he's yeah, he's Aaron Rodgers. I I really don't care about his opinions, but um, but yeah, it just. But that that's that's the thing. There's so many picky rules. I don't know every single picky rule, guys. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I just I just I just know some of the the basic stuff. And and yes, there there are times I have to look. I have to go back and look up to make sure I got a rule correct. Um, even after a game, because there's just so many of them. Uh, but yes, uh, yeah. For the most part, they got all those calls right. Um, I just hate the I just hate the NFL rules. I hate some of those illegal contacts. Um, and obviously, considering that he was more than five yards down the field on that play, that's why it was illegal contact. But yeah, it it's it sucks. But guys, they got it right. So I mean, it just that that's the thing that sucks about it. No, no more no Minshew mania. And Gardner Minshew played his butt off. I'll give him that much. No Minshew mania this weekend. He looked hey. so much more impressive than last week. Hey, Minshew Mania yes, is going to run wild, baby, this season, okay? It's going to happen. Because, like, I mean, besides, like, last week, I mean, Gardner Minshew, man, he has consistently looked like a quarterback in the NFL. All right, I'm just saying. You look at the stats. That stats don't lie, baby. Now, Minshew Mania is going to run wild. Just watch. Colts going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Go ahead and book that one, boys. Colts going to the Super Bowl. All right, thanks, Ref Ricky. We appreciate your insight. We we got a little bit smarter today, and that's what's important. All right, boys. Uh, is there any other college topics that we want to touch on? I don't think so. I mean, no, I mean, 
I, I think, I, like I said, you know, it, it's been a weird football season. It, it's just been a weird, and that that's the that's the confusion right there, guys. It's just, and I said at the beginning of the year we're gonna have a weird football season, and it has just been this weird, weird ride so far. And the fact that we've had one mass, to me, one massive upset in college football over these past few weeks, and it, it the way that some of these teams have been played, it seems like we should be having a lot more than just one. Right. Oh, we almost had one with Arizona State. That we almost true. stole a dub against true. Washington. Hey, ref Ricky, I was going to ask you a true. question. I had, I had a random thought when you yeah. went when you touched on the first. Uh, I think it was the first one you talked about, which was the Pittsburgh one. I had a very random yes. thought, and this also goes out to Jacob too. Do you guys think that uh, in uh, I, don't, I don't know. I guess the question is more so: How many years do you think it would take for us to get to this point? Because in my opinion. I mean, if you just look at technology and stuff, it only makes sense. We're going to get to this point. When it comes to those sort of situations where it's like, you know, quarterback sneaks or, you know, stuff like that, trying to get that first down, do you think we're going to come a point where they basically put like almost use technology in some capacity to basically put almost like a tracker inside the football where it can detect if it goes past the line? Well, see, here's the thing. Actually, funny enough, you bring that up. The USFL and the XFL's footballs both have chips in them. Really? Okay. Yes. All right. The problem that they the, the problem that happens though is that there is a six inch room for error with the chip, which six inches can be quite a bit if you're yeah. determining whether or not like it's a first down or not. So that's the problem that they have right now, blocking the way for the technology being put into place for the NFL and also college football, but we're going. the technology is there. It is there. We're going. We're going. All right. So that's the future. All right. There you go. That's going to solve a lot of problems when and they fix to it. To the people, to the fans that are like, oh, we need to have automated referees and all that. The problem with that is the NFL's referees, they're, they're, they're unionized. We can't just get rid of them. Yeah. It's impossible. And we don't need Make to get rid of them anyway. See, and that's and that's one of the things that that I absolutely hate is that everybody wants to take the human element out of everything. It's called, you know, that th- there's a reason. It's it's almost like they want this perfect scenario of of sports. It's not going to happen. Like right, like right now, per se, and I know this is a terrible football show, but Major League Baseball and the minor leagues, I can't remember which one that they used. To, they, there's one that they use. They test some new rules and everything. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And there's one that has has, has automated strike so has automated strike zone. And even that has shown some flaws. That's why we're not seeing it in the, in, in the pro in the Major League Baseball yet. So I mean, I'm just I'm just telling you guys, you guys, I'm telling you, you think you want it, but until you see it, the flaws on it. You're gonna be like, oh no, we got we got to go back to the, this stuff. It's it's just ridiculous. I think like the single best piece of technology right now being used sports wise for tennis when they have I, I don't know the specifics about the technology, but where they're able to zoom into the ball and determine if the ball hit the white line, like the boundary lines or not, digitally. And I think if that technology was implemented into football, that would be great. I think tennis does it right where technology and the human aspect work hand in hand versus one or the other. I think that's what we should have. I think we should have as much technology as possible to benefit the referees 
and to make their lives easier and to make the, 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 the calls on the field a lot easier to make. A lot of referees like the instant replay. A lot of them do because guys, y'all, I mean, that's the thing. These athletes are so fast. Like you're talking a blink of an eye. Like some of you guys that are sitting in the stands, I'm telling y'all when it's in front of your face, it's even faster. When you're there on the sideline, it's faster. I missed one a couple of weeks back that I wish I could have over. But I, but I mean, I spotted him wrong, but I should have caught it a touchdown. Um, he basically caught the football. I thought he stepped out at the, at the two yard line, but as he was going back, I didn't notice this, but the pylon, he was already going through the pylon as he was, as he was stepping simultaneously, which would have been a touchdown. But, um, it, but at the same time, it's like this stuff happens so fast in front of your face. It's all about quick judgment and it's hard guys. It is not an easy job to do. And that's why not everybody does it. We have a shortage right now and not just, I mean, not just in the state of Arkansas, but in Oklahoma, all uh, around the United States, we are so short on high school officials. It's not even funny. Um, they're barely getting by with college in the NFL right now. Uh, we'll see how that, you know, turns up in the, in the near future. I'm just telling you guys, it's way harder than what it seems. I promise you that. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think, you know, eliminating the human element completely is the right way to go, but I definitely think like what, what we're saying, you know, the more we can kind of get innov innovative with it, it's going to be just benefits to the officials. You know what I mean? Just to make the game better. Uh, but you know, making the game better does not mean eliminating the refs. That's a crockpot full of shit. Um, but anyway, uh, so, all right, so let's hop over to some NFL boys. Let's, uh, talk about a few headlines that we would like to touch on and, uh, maybe chat about a little bit. Um, so the first one I want to shout out is shout, cause I already, of course, shout out to the bears, random ass win. That's not going to matter in the long term. Uh, is shout out to the fact that what the hell happened to the lions? The Ravens just showed up to play, man. The Ravens just showed up and just did their thing. You know, the Lions didn't want to show up just like the Bills didn't want to show up this weekend. Yeah, it was really th – this game was coming for the Lions. It they, was. It they've was. been riding a high for a very, very long time, and they th – this type of game that's just a smack in the face was coming for them. And it yeah. finally did with this Raven – man, that Ravens defense looks so damn good. Gary good. Yeah, and I mean, and the Ravens needed this. I mean, you look at the Ravens, they've been kind of riding the fence, you know, for the first few weeks of the season. True. And, you know, all of a sudden, you know, there's so many people like myself questioning, like, okay, um, you know, who's going to show up? I mean, are, are, are we going to see the Lamar Jackson that's going to be the MVP Lamar Jackson that we saw a few years back? Is he just going to be this mediocre guy? You know, what what you know what exactly is going to be the case here? And, um, you know, obviously he played a great game, 357 passing yards, three touchdowns. Um, but but like but like the Lions, you know, I'm, I'm still very high. They're still going to win the division, guys. I agree. Um, you're going to – every once in a while, when even in, it doesn't matter what sport it's in, you're going to have that one game. You're just going to scratch your head, and you're going to be like, what the hell happened? And unfortunately, this weekend it was the Lions that, that walked away – uh, you know, scratching their heads saying, what the hell happened? Yeah, and, you know, I, this team will rebound. You know what I mean? Like, this this team is gritty. This team's gutsy. You know what I mean? They, they take a smack in the mouth. That's all right. They're going to get right back up and chew your kneecaps off. It's okay. You know, Dan Campbell's going to get the boys right. We're going we're gonna to get running with it. It's all good. Uh, but like I also mentioned, the Bills also didn't want to show up this week besides the fourth quarter. 
Uh, you know, the, I'm telling you, you know, I was talking to, you know, Steve about it. Steve messaged me. He was just like, what are the Buffalo Bills? And I'm just like, man, like I'm, I'm fully, I've been on the train, but I am fully strapped in, relaxed. I'm even taking a nap on the train that Tyler set in motion to me back in the off season where he said the, the Bills aren't even making the playoffs. You know, I'm, I'm on that train, man. Like I, I think the, I think the Bills, I think their window is kind of passed right now. You know, you know, not permanently, but you know, for for the moment, I just think they're they're an inconsistent team, and that's just been their that's been their thing. It's not like it's a this year thing. Inconsistency runs well with the Bills these past few years. I mean, let's not forget the Bills lost to an Urban Meyer led Jaguars team. You know what I mean? Like that's embarrassing. Um, so I, I I don't know. I mean, obviously, you know, the Bills can definitely still make the playoffs. Let's go ahead and address that. Uh, that can still definitely happen. But I don't know. I'm kind of in the boat that they're not going to make it. You know, I'm I'm kind of in the boat. They'll uh, they'll they'll miss the cut because they'll lose some more random ass games that they should not lose because that's the Bills' thing to do. Problem with the Bills is the fact yeah. that every, each and every game, Josh Allen is throwing over 40 passes, and they refuse for some for some reason they refuse to hand the ball off to James Cook when he has been playing pretty damn good this year. I think if they give the ball to James Cook more often, they will. They will. That pressure will be taken off of Josh Allen to force p- bad plays, like he usually tends to do. And I think that offense will cook more, more better than what it has been. Yeah, and plus you look at their schedule, man. They've just got they've got just a gauntlet coming up. You know what I mean? Like you got to play the Eagles at Philadelphia. You got to play Kansas City at Kansas City. Uh, you know, you still got to go to Miami at the last week of the year. You know, you got to go to the Chargers, which I know they're an inconsistent bunch. That's going to be a phenomenal inconsistency uh, Super Bowl right there. Um, you know, hosting the Cowboys, got to play the Jets skin, who they already lost to. Got to go to Cincinnati. I mean, you, you've you got some some tough games, man, coming up for these Buffalo Bills. So, I don't know, their level of inconsistency, we're going to see how much they make out of it right now. Yeah, and uh, you know, and their their defense is also not the greatest right now either. Either they're they're struggling on that side of the football right now. Yeah, which is shocking because they have quite right. a bit of talent on that defense. Yep. Yes, they do. Gosh, they do. I will say another team that I'm going to put into the same boat as kind of what we were saying for the Lions, where it's just like you know, bumping the road, hitting the mouth. It'll be fine. It'll be no big deal. Uh, it would be obviously the Miami Dolphins, you know, losing 31-17 to the Eagles. The, yeah, guys, I mean, the Eagles are, are the team that went to the Super Bowl. That is a hell of a defense. That's still a hell of a team that has struggled this year, in my opinion, in some in some capacities. I feel like the Eagles have struggled this year, uh, mo- mostly on kind of offense here and there. But, um, you know, it's still a damn good football team. I don't think there's any shame for the, the Dolphins losing that one. It's just It's just one little bump in the road. You know what I mean? I think the Dolphins will be fine, personally. I'm still very high on this Dolphins team uh, and how well they can play uh, play football. So, I mean, I, I think it'll be fine. I think they'll regroup and, and keep moving forward, personally. Well, it's not like that game was a blowout yeah. in, in no means necessary. That game was close. It was just a late uh, a late time interception, and Philadelphia loves to capitalize on those turnovers. Yeah. Yeah, and of course you also look at the penalties. I think Miami had ten penalties in that game, and I don't think I don't think they flagged Philly one. Shocker. Ooh. 
Also, shout out to the Jags catching a dub on uh, Thursday night. That was Trevor Lawrence's first win ever in uh, New Orleans. Dating back to college, his two losses as a college quarterback were both in New Orleans. So shout out to yeah, that. that. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're, you're, you're proud of that one. <laughs> so shout out, to, uh, shout out to Trevor Lawrence getting a dub down there. Yeah, Jags getting a win. Um, honestly, in terms of NFL, I, there were there wasn't a whole lot uh, to really sink your teeth into. I mean, we did have six teams on a bye, including uh, you guys' team. You guys uh, basically, you know, you guys won this week, you know, because you didn't have to watch your team play. So shout out to that. Uh, you know, one headline I do want to kind of get your thoughts on is uh, the headline, of course, of Derek Henry on the trade block. We're expecting a deal to be done by the before the trade deadline. How are we feeling on this? End of an era for him in Tennessee? Are we surprised? I'm not. Where is he going to go? This is going to be a resurgence of his career. I hope so. I don't think he's done by any means necessary. I agree. So apparently the the rumor is two AFC teams and one NFC team. Mm. Bring him to Dallas, please, Lord. I was about to, <laughs> I was about to do the same exact thing. I'm like, dear God, you know, please. you know, <laughs> it's got to be. I know that you love football. You know, it's your Dallas be Cowboys him. are your team. You know, Jerry Jones and- is making that call. He better. Well, no. Practice, guys. Actually, it came out earlier today that he is not initiating any calls for trades himself. People will come to him for trades instead. And that is a boneheaded Jerry Jones move as per usual. <laughs> I'm going to slightly disagree with you because he does have a very good defense and he really doesn't have to make any calls right now because, like I said, he, you know, defense, but he, I, w- I really wish he would push for Hunter Henry. I mean, Hunter Henry, dad gummit. Derek Henry. <laughs> we, should, we need Hunter Henry too. But anyway, because we need a good tight end. So anyway, um, you know, back to what I was saying. I'm gonna tell you how I know that Dallas Cowboys is God's football team. Y'all ready for this? Here we go. So <laughs> I'm not Catholic by any means necessary, but I did call a JV game last night. LaRock LaRock Catholic. And uh, Conway, Little Rock Catholic gets Conway last night. They're, J- they're JV teams. They're high school JV teams. It's a great, well, it was a great atmosphere. Yeah, Conway beat the crap out of them. Anyway, but Jerry Jones donates to the Little Rock Catholic. So, therefore, you know, God likes Jerry Jones. God likes the Dallas Cowboys. You say that and watch them get traded, like, to the Eagles or some <laughs> shit. I swear. No, uh, the Eagles did uh, do a trade with Tennessee, though, of course, with Kevin Bird, safety. Um, you know, then there's also the you know uh, reports that uh, DeAndre Hopkins is on the on the table as well, which he should have never signed with Tennessee. Why the fuck he signed with the Titans? I just I love D Hop. I don't understand why he signed with the Titans. It makes me so angry. There were so many other teams he could have gone to, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, D Hop could potentially move. The Derrick Henry is going to move. I mean, the, the general sense is that literally everyone on the Titans is available right now for trade. They they're going you full know. reset mode. Like it's even got it's, it's even mean, got me sucks this year. It's even got me questioned like uh, a, a really shitty shitty team, you know, that just needs like a veteran presence. Will someone trade for Ryan Tannehill too? No. Everyone's available. 
Nah, that, maybe as a backup. That contract is brutal for for Ryan right now. Like he, yeah, no, that, you trade Ryan Tannehill. Watch Atlanta. I think Desmond okay, Ritter's starting okay, to come okay. in on his own though. You think so? Because some weeks we think that, and some weeks we don't think that. He's been very inconsistent this year. When he's good, he's good. But when he's bad, he's bad. I he's, mean, he's, I agree. Yeah, I, I don't right. want to put. I don't want to, you know, shame anybody or put any bad bad luck on their their career or anything. But Jameis Winston Jr. Oh man. <laughs> I think the one thing, though, with Desmond Ritter, though, he's still a very, very young talent, and I think that's why they'll stick with him. Ryan, Ryan Tannehill is, like, my age. Ryan Tannehill will be good, at, though, as, as a veteran backup quarterback for Desmond. I mean, he would be, but the only issue is that he's got a stupid, fat contract. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know the exact yeah. deal, but that contract is going to be the fucking issue. Because... There really isn't a veteran quarterback on the Falcons roster right now. It's Desmond, Taylor Heineke, and Logan Woodside. Matt Ryan. Hey, it's it's the Atlanta Falcons owner. Will you come back and be a backup quarterback? <laughs> backup quarterback or the, the quarterback coach? I can see Matt Ryan coaching. Yeah, I could too. He's enjoying He's his time in the booth, but I think I could see him coaching too. Also, uh, breaking news, breaking news, and this is very interesting here. Kind of this switches back to college real quick. It is being reported that the Michigan analyst that is uh, surrounded by all this controversy um, bought tickets to four games outside of the Big Ten for college football playoff contenders. Hmm. The plot thickens, gentlemen. Mmm, the plot. This plot is getting fucking spicy right now. Mr. Harbar, sir, would you like a job in the NFL? <laughs> Come up to Chicago. Come up to Chicago. <laughs> hey, I'll take him. I'll take him uh, up to Chicago. New, New England Patriots next year, ladies and gentlemen. New England Patriots head coach nope. next year. Nope. Actually, actually, I don't know about that one. Uh, one piece of news that came out this week that was reported on is that uh, Bill Belichick very silently and quietly signed a very lucrative extension this offseason. Uh, oh, boy. Ian Rappaport broke that news. He, he got the scoop on it. Uh, it wasn't obviously, you know, it's not like a media thing or anything, so it was never announced. But, yeah, he did sign a very lucrative extension this offseason. So Bill's here for the long haul. We will witness, and I'm not saying it'll be anytime soon, but we will witness that man die on the football field. That's how long his career is going to be. He will legitimately peel over and just pass away on a football field, and he will be buried hope, ho underneath. Ho hopefully not, but, yeah, no, his career is, is just going to go <laughs> on and on until he's going to be – He'll be the first head coach in a wheelchair, I think. John Harbaugh, Cleveland Browns head coach. Mm. No, I like him. I think he'll look better in navy and orange. Almost like we've seen him in navy and orange before. Hmm. Interesting. Anyone want to coach the Cleveland Browns? I mean, anybody at this point would be better than Kevin Stefanski. Uh, that's true, but the one point about who anyone would want to coach the Cleveland Browns is, man, who would want to take on the 
the cap issues that you're going to face with Deshaun Watson. Lord have mercy. Well, was, isn't, it, isn't it like a $60 million cap hit that they're going to have to take? Yep. That's unreal. Jiminy Christmas Christ. I'm good. That's what you get for being an idiot and signing him to this lucrative deal when he didn't have got it to begin with. No, I, I'm going to hold out hope that he'll be a Chicago Bear. That's going to be my hope for Jim Harbaugh. Come on home. Come back to the team that drafted you. But you know what's actually going to happen, though? Let's be real, boys. This is what's actually going to happen. He's not going to be a Chicago Bears head coach. Bears fans, Bears nation, go ahead and get that settled into your brain now. He's not going to be the Bears head coach. Why? He's going to take a much more relaxing job and have a team that's already built to go. They just need a competent head coach. He's going to go down to L.A. and be the Chargers head coach. Go ahead and book that one now, boys. I saw hmm. I saw the report like that it. Brandon Staley has lost the locker room, especially the defensive side of the ball. That team's got too much goddamn talent. Uh. So watch Jim Harbaugh, future Los Angeles Chargers head coach, him and Justin Herbert. You know he's got you know Quentin Johnson that he can try not to turn into a massive bust. Uh, he's got you know Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. You know, Austin Eckler, they can try to draft a really good tight end in the draft. They got a great defense with Khalil Mack, you know, Joey Bosa, you know, Derwin James. You know, they got a squad, boys. Asante Samuel Jr., he's on the Chargers, right? I'm not hallucinating. Okay, I wasn't sure if he's on a different team. They got a squad, boys. They're ready. They're ready for a head coach. Is the question? Because Austin Eckler wants out. Yeah, no, he wants out. I, I think he's going to be on his way out the door, um, which is unfortunate, but that's that's business. That's the NFL, baby. So, I, you know, I can have my little pipe dream of Jim Harbaugh coming to Chicago all I want, but in reality, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> it's probably. I will say if, if things with Michigan really go completely ass up and they're banned from college football playoffs for a few years, I'll be honest, I think Jim's going to leave. Oh, definitely. I really do. I know it's his alma mater. You know, I I know you get that almost that that sense that he'll truly never leave. But no, I mean, if they're banned from the playoffs, man, I think he's out. You know, the NFL's been calling him for years. I think it's time he's gonna he's gonna make the jump back. It's just a matter of where. And right now, I would say Chicago and L.A. are gonna be his prime possible locations. Yeah, and right now this 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 season here is his best chance to win the national championship. So yeah, I think if they take that away. I, I agree. I think he's gone. Yeah. So we might get to see the Harbaugh brothers play face each other again in the NFL. That'll be exciting. Face each other in a Super Bowl again potentially. Well, unless he goes to the Chargers, you know, they can meet in the championship. So yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, is there anything else NFL-wise? I mean, it's kind of, like I said, a lackluster week. Not a whole lot to really dive into, per se. We had six teams on a bye. I mean, if we got anything else, we can get to our dicks of the week. I did not post a script, obviously, in the Discord because I've been busy and I forgot. But shout out to Ricky for saying that earlier because I would have totally forgot the dicks of the week. <laughs> like I would have totally forgotten it if it wasn't for Ricky shouting that out earlier. So do we got anything else we want to talk about? Or are we ready to grip it and rip it? I think we're ready to grip and rip it. I heard that phrase actually late last week, and I'm like, oh, my Lord, is this Alex? (laughs) Uh, I'm glad I can make it into your life in more ways than one, my friend. 
Uh, all right. Let's. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I see the developing story that you're talking about. I just got, I see the notification from a few minutes ago um, involving Michigan. I see it. Uh, I think I think we'll we'll probably know something concrete within the next two weeks. Okay. I think they're gonna want to try to get this investigation thoroughly investigated before the playoffs start, or even like have a thought of starting. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. All right, boys. Let's get to the dicks of the week. It's time to grip it and rip it. We got Steve in the chat saying, "What's up, boys? What does it stand for again?" Well, see, I'll be glad to fucking tell you, my guy. Our dicks are our most disappointing, our most infuriating, our most confusing, our most hype, and our most shocking moment of the previous week of the game that this show is named after, which is football. Uh, so yes, boys, it's time to grip it and rip it. Let's go through our dicks of the week. I'll go ahead and start because mine's going to be the most lackluster. Full transparency. Full transparency. Me and football did not exist this weekend. Okay. I had Marvel Spider-Man 2 came out. And just for, you know, just to go ahead and set the bar on this, I played it on the hardest difficulty available and I 100% the game and platinum the game this weekend. I'm completely done with the game until New Game Plus comes out and I can play it again with New Game Plus on the new hardest difficulty that I unlocked. So I was completely out of football this weekend so i'm gonna just be shooting from the hip on this one boys uh the most disappointing i would definitely say is Minshew mania i did not get to fully run wild it was a close game against the not a bad football team the cleveland browns but i mean i want to see Minshew mania completely run wild you know what i mean I, I want to uh the most infuriating thing from this weekend i really don't know if i have one um again i was very out of football this weekend um, so I don't think I really have an infuriating one, unfortunately, for this week. The most confusing, definitely the Lions. You know, I know this is like one of those games that we talked about that, you know, they're going to get punched in the mouth at some point. That's fine. But I didn't expect it to be this much of a punch in the mouth. You know what I mean? Like that's, ooh, ooh, buddy, that's wild. The most hype moment of the weekend. I mean, it's not football, but Spider-Man 2. I mean, come on. It's, it's fucking good. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> Lord. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, uh, the most hype moment of the weekend was definitely me checking my phone while playing Spider-Man and seeing, oh, Miami beat Clemson. Let's go. That was pretty sweet. I did not expect to grab that dub, so that was pretty awesome. Uh, and then the most shocking, um, honestly, I, would, I might have to just double down. Actually, no, I'll, I'll go ahead. Most shocking. The Bears won a game. The Bears won a football game. Like, oh my God. I, I saw that notification too. And I, I literally, as I'm like beating Spider Man, I get the notification. You know, the Bears are, you know, beating the, the Raiders like 30 to whatever. I'm like, what? I had to pause. I actually had to pause my game. Who would have thought that would have been possible? I paused my game and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? How are we winning? Uh, so those are my dicks of the week. So, boys, what's yours? Let's grip it and rip it. After you, Ricky. So I've already shared D I N C. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and do, uh, what is it? H and S. So, uh, hyped up. So I have one, I have actually have two. We'll just, we'll just go ahead and say I have two. One, I'm finally hyped up that we fired Dan Enos, which we should have never hired to begin with. Ah, uh, goodness gracious. That, so that hypes me up a little bit, but I'm still very, yeah. Wait, did he get fired? Not on the arcs. Yes, they fired Dan Enos. Oh, I did not see that. Nice. Danny knows and the receivers coach, they both, they both fired. I, I still think, I still think Pittman's out the door. Um, 
by the end of by the by the end of the year. Uh, my hyped up moment, my other hyped up moment that I would probably put on. Um, goodness gracious, I just had my thought. I would come back to my other hyped up moment because I just it literally just passed me, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, my most shocking. There's two of them. I'm so shocked that Green Bay sucks so bad after having this one big game at the very beginning of the year, and then all of a sudden they're just falling apart and the Denver Broncos beat them. That, that That's pretty big. But I would also say this much. Oh, here's my other hyped-up part. Minnesota's coming back, gentlemen. They're coming back a little bit. San Francisco is starting to fall just a little bit. Uh, and so what you could also put it toward a shock as well, just for the simple fact is I didn't see this team losing, but maybe three, maybe two games all season. But it looks like they could be losing more down the road. Oh, and one more shock. Virginia beating North Carolina. I, that, that, That's fair. Yeah, That's fair. Cannot, That's very, very that fair. That cannot happen. That cannot happen if you're North Carolina. You cannot do that. Playoff hopes have just died for you. <laughs> Did they really ever have any playoff hopes to begin with? Let's be real here. When the season started, oh. yes, but after that, no. <laughs> All right. For disappointing, I have UCF's defense in the second half. I know. Man, Yeah. they had that game, and then they just let Dylan Gabriel run wild all over them. He got it. He, you uh, know, that was his former team. You know, he had to, he had to really take care of business. Infuriating. Washington State. <laughs> I'm sorry. They lose. Again. I don't want to go any further into that. That's that's it for that. Confusing. <laughs> confusing is the Virginia upset. That's it. Just shouldn't happen. If you have a team with the caliber that is North Carolina and a team that is not the caliber that is Virginia, it just shouldn't happen at all. Uh, hyped moment. Monday night cousins is back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what a win for the Vikings. They needed that desperately. Kirk Cousins needed that desperately. Yeah. And anytime that San Francisco can get their shit kicked in, I am a big fan of. <laughs> uh shocking lackluster washington offense against arizona state how do you have such a great game against oregon and then have that and then you just don't show up at all against arizona state i mean michael Penix jr threw two interceptions didn't even throw a touchdown at all yeah if you're if you're vying for the college football playoffs that type of game shouldn't happen either no, I mean, I think in all fairness, um, I, I did watch Arizona State playing. I think it was the first three quarters against USC. They gave Caleb Williams a fit too, but I'm, I'm just glad I'm just glad USC is falling down. Oh, I'm so glad USC's falling down, and it's Same. and they're falling down hard. And I, they're having four losses. It's four losses, gentlemen. They're having four at least four losses this year. They're going to come out of the top 25 after this weekend, and I don't even know who they're playing this weekend, but they're coming out of the Cal. top 25. They're staying in the top 25 this weekend, gentlemen. I'm sorry. They're staying in the top 25. <laughs> that immediate flip. I spoke too soon. I spoke too soon. But, next but, week, they will come out of the top 25. Yes, yes. Starting next week, they will face Washington, then Oregon, then UCLA. So. Should get better Go after Cal. that. 
go Cal. Go, go, go Golden Bears, baby. It's at Cal. So yeah, it hey, is. there's potential. Yeah, it's at Berkeley. So. Anything can happen. All right. Uh, Steve also threw his in there. Uh, his most disappointing was the Packers, most infuriating the refs, most confusing the Lions, most hyped the Eagles, and the most shocking, the tight end performance across the board. Shout out to that Steve, one play where it. George Kittle went up into the air and got hit in the balls with a helmet. Yeah. That sucked. Steve, my man, if you want to become a referee, by all means become a referee, man. I'm telling you, you'll you'll start to understand, man. It, it's not it, it's not what it seems, I promise you. If only he had the time. Poor guy. I understand uh, that too. All right, boys, we ready to get the picks? Let's do it. All right, bet. I got some jumbo. What are we doing first today? For me. Uh, we will what do... What did we do first last week? We'll do college. We'll do college. All right, turn on the old intro for a little flashback here. All right, boys. Uh, we got we got a Wednesday and a Thursday game here, which reminds me I need to send out another reminder email uh, reminding everyone to get their picks in because of that. Uh, so we have U, uh, UTEP at Sam Houston State, who is yet to capture their first W at FBS level. Who do we got here? This is where it happens. Sam Houston State will catch that dub against UTEP. Uh, they're actually favored in this game by three and a half points. Mm. Give me Sam Houston. UTEP, though, has been playing a lot better here lately. I'm, I'm going to stick with UTEP. Give me UTEP. All right. Next up, uh, we have Georgia State and Georgia Southern. I'm still going to rob a Georgia State on this one. I like Georgia State a lot, but Georgia Southern's playing some good ball, too. I think it'll be a close game. Matter. Give me Georgia Southern because they are at home, because I think this will be a very, very close game. I'm, I'm going to agree with Jacob, for, and it doesn't matter who I pick. I have not gotten this game right between ATFS and the time that we went in this little pull with um, with my stepfather and his friends, which we, we're not doing it this year, unfortunately, I don't think I've ever gotten this game right. <laughs> All right, so I'm on the winning side then. Georgia State, awesome. Uh, next up, West Virginia and UCF. Give me UCF. This is about to be a potential game of the week. I think this will be a really, really good game with a nice shootout because both of these teams have been playing quite well. Yeah. And they've been playing in very close games against some pretty good talent. Uh, I'm going to take West Virginia with the upset. I will also take West Virginia. Fuck both of y'all. Uh, South Carolina <laughs> and Texas A&M. <laughs> This is at Texas A&M. Uh, Texas A&M, will, will, they should win this game pretty handily. Yeah, I agree. Texas A&M. Yeah, give me Texas A&M. Clemson and NC State. You know, at the beginning of the year, I was really, really hyped up with NC State. NC State, they do find ways to win games, but my God. I, um, Clemson does not lose back-to-back -back games, though. Give me Clemson. I'm going Clemson. Yeah, I'm going with Clemson as well. Duke and Louisville. Um, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> yeah. This one's hard. This one honestly Look, could be our gonna, game of the week. Who's going to show up, though? I mean, 
I mean, I mean, if if you look at it, I'm just as impressed with Louisville as I am Duke. Duke has losses to really good teams. Louisville lost to a, a well, a potential team who's on the uprise. Um, give me Louisville. They're at home. Yeah, Louisville's favored by four points here. Louisville has the win over Notre Dame. Duke didn't get a victory over Notre Dame. Uh, give me Louisville on this one. Give me Louisville, but I'm very hesitant on that. Uh, all right. Ricky. Yes. Virginia at Miami. Give me Miami. So... So this one will not take four overtimes. And yes, I did it just because my favorites, my favorite whole video segment that Alex has still not put back on. That is I my favorite one is that it took Miami four overtimes to beat Virginia. Virginia is on the hype after beating North Carolina. But I think Miami's going to get the victory this year. Give again. They're going to they're going to get the victory again this year. Give me Miami. Miami couldn't beat UNC. Virginia did. Don't. Virginia's on a two-game win streak Don't. right now, and Miami barely beat Clemson. Don't. <laughs> Ricky's having it over there right now. Don't. Miami is favored by 19 points, which is a huge margin for this caliber of a game. Give me the Cavaliers, baby. One overtime. One overtime. I like it. One I like overtime. it. <laughs> hey. Hey. All I, hey. Last 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 season, I was with Ricky. I well, Ricky, did you have Virginia? I am never that game riding game? shit with you ever again. You son of a bitch. I can't believe you do this to me. <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, well, well, yes. Yes, I did because Miami was also, I think they were on a two or three at that time. If my memory is correct, I know they were on a losing streak. West, yeah. West Michigan, East Michigan. Give me East Michigan. Yeah, I mean West Michigan has been playing better football, and this one, this one's always going to be close. Uh, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna take East Michigan too. This game usually is one of the tougher games within the MAC. Um, give me Western Michigan. Mississippi State and Auburn. Give me Auburn. Yeah, no doubt Auburn. Yeah, Mississippi State got that impressive victory against Arkansas last week. It's true. <laughs> right, give me Auburn. BYU in Texas. Give me Texas. Give me BYU with the game upset. Up. Ooh. Did, did Jacob, did you put this game up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think. I think you, I think you did, yeah. I did. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm picking Texas. Hmm. No faith in the Mormons. 
Miami of Ohio and Ohio. This one's tough, honestly. Hmm. Give me Miami of Ohio. Give me the Red Hawks. Let's see here. This could possibly be for the division. Um. Let's see here. If you're looking on the other side, Northern Illinois, Lydia, and everything like that. Yeah, Miami, Ohio did lose last week. Just a really good Toledo it's team. At Ohio. It is at Ohio. Very true. Um, I, I'm going to pick Ohio. They're undefeated at home. I agree. Give me the Bobcats. Next up, Georgia at Florida. I want to take Florida. But I'm gonna take Georgia. I'm gonna take Georgia too. Georgia's favored by 14 and a half points. I'm gonna take Georgia, but I wouldn't be surprised. Montana State at Idaho. Give me Idaho. Give me the Vandals. Hell yeah. I will also take the Vandals. Wyoming at Boise State. Give me Wyoming. Give me the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at, yeah, that's potential. It's going to be uh, definitely one of those deals where uh, this is going to definitely affect the standings of their conference. Um, Wyoming plays some good football. Boise State trying to figure things out still. I'll, I'll be out. I'll still stick with the Cowboys. Marshall and Coastal Carolina. Um, I'm going to take Marshall, uh, Coastal Carolina. Uh, they they they're still trying to figure things out. I know they I know they had a win against over Appalachian State, who, um, by the way, is starting to slip. And then I think last week they beat Arkansas State, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, Marshall Marshall's been a little bit more impressive. I'm I'm, I'm going to take Marshall. Has Marshall been more impressive? They're on a three-game losing streak, and every damn week I pick them and they lose. I love Marshall, but give me Coastal Carolina. Give me Coastal Carolina as well. I did, I did not realize they were on a three-game losing streak. Yeah, because they had a pretty tough schedule at the beginning of the year. I did not realize that. Um, I think oh, they snapped their streak. We are Marshall again, ladies and gentlemen. We are Marshall. And in Marshall's defense, that with besides Old Dominion, because you know we're not Old Dominion. I'm sorry. Besides uh, Georgia State, um, uh, they the you know, James Madison is a very, very good football team. Georgia State's okay. And then, of course, they did go to North Carolina State. They went to Georgia State. Uh, so that three-game streak has been that, – that's a tough streak for any any mid-major team. Uh, they they ended this week. All right. Uh, Tennessee and Kentucky. Give me Tennessee. Yeah, give me Tennessee. Yeah, give me. I'll take Tennessee as well. Troy and Texas State. Give me Troy. Yeah, I mean Tech, Texas State has actually been uh, very, very impressive because they were they were uh, one of those teams that I did not expect to win many games at all, and they have just blown it up. Uh, Troy, um, Troy has a pretty good background defensively. Texas State can run the oh gosh, they they know how to run a good offense. Um give me Texas State. 
Which Roy? Ohio State and Wisconsin. Give me Wisconsin. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. You legit? No, I will pick Ohio State, but I'm not giving you an OH today. You're banned today, next week. Ohio State. You still have time to go change your pick, and I'll give you one. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I can't. All right, you're not getting you're not getting one for me this week. You'll get it next week. Give me Ohio State because Wisconsin has been slumping here they recently. Have. They have been but massively slumping. It, it's another potential. It could be a potential loss for Ohio State. I, I could very well see Wisconsin upsetting the Buckeyes. All right, so next up, Colorado and UCLA. Um, God, man, I want to pick Colorado, but their defense is so fucking bad. <laughs> their offense is fine, but their defense is so fucking bad. They're allowing like 480 yards a game. Like, oh my God. <sighs> I want to pick Colorado so bad, but give me UCLA at home. But I wouldn't be shocked if Colorado gets a dub. Give me UCLA convincingly. I will agree with Jacob. UCLA convincingly. All right. The Beavs going to Arizona. I'm scared of this game. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Arizona's been playing some tough mouth football. Yeah. It, they, they have looked like a complete opposite team than what they started out the season as. Give me the Beavs, but I'm nervous. Arizona's hungry for that, that top tier win, man. I don't think it'll come against Oregon State. I'm taking the beefs, but Arizona State's going to get that big dub here soon. I'm taking Arizona. Wow. Both of you this week has just stabbed me in the heart. <laughs> UNLV and Fresno State. Give me Fresno fucking State, I guess. <laughs> Hey, at least I took games. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fred, Fred, I'm off to take it, Fresno State. All right, next up, San uh, Jose State in Hawaii. Well, I was going to just say, give me UNLV, because I don't think they'll lose a game to finish the season. Really? Yeah, I think they'll beat Air Force. Oh, okay, that's spicy. Yep, and under a first-year head coach as well. All right, so yeah, San Jose State and Hawaii. Um, <laughs> Hawaii's former quarterback coming home. Very true. Siobhan Very true. Cordero. Last time Hawaii won a game, I have to take San Jose State. I, uh, I can't pick Hawaii because they they haven't been playing competitive football for weeks now. That's not true. When have they played competitive football? San Diego State, forty-one thirty-four. We we played competitive. And, uh, okay, I guess. Give me Hawaii, convincingly. Not convincingly, but give me Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
give me San Jose State. I cannot blame those picks. All right, next up, FBS game of the week. We got Oregon going to Utah. Who do we got here? Give me the Utes. Ooh. Interesting. Very interesting that I am taking Oregon. Uh, give me Oregon. Uh, all right, FCS game of the week. We've got San Diego State and um, San Diego State, South Dakota State, and South Dakota. Give me South Dakota State. Give me the Jackrabbits. Oh, this one's tough. All these Dakotas are very good this year. They are. <laughs> they North are. North Dakota State is slipping as well. Um, give me the upset, and I hate to do this because I love South Dakota State, but give me give me South Dakota for the upset. Give me South Dakota State. All right, next up, our terrible game of the week presented by ATFS. Guys, look, we got to stop beating up the FCS, but they make it too easy sometimes, okay? Because once again, we have a matchup of two winless teams. I'm sorry. I don't want to keep beating up the FCS. They're an easy target, I know. We got right, Next week, we got to pick an FBS matchup. We've been bullying the FCS all season long. I think almost every terrible game of the week has been an FCS game. For my defense, I did have San Jose State and Hawaii as a terrible game. I know you did. Along Fuck with, off. Along, it made along, it to the lineup. But we have Northwestern State for the second week in a row. And Magnesi State, both of these teams have yet to get a win. I don't know who to pick, man. They're dog shit. So both of these teams are out of Louisiana. Uh, Northwestern State. I believe is out of late. No, sorry, I'm sorry. Northwestern State is out of Alexandria. McNeese is out of Lake Charles. And so, uh, yeah, they're they're both absolutely horrible. Uh, the reason, the only reason I'm picking Northwestern State is for the simple fact is the McNeese has blown out of literally every single game. They did play very very competitive football against a one loss card at Word team last week, but I, I see that coming to an end. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to be uh, – this game will be competitive, but both teams suck so bad. And so, uh, Northwestern State's – it's, it's going to be like a 10-7 to 7 game. It's going to be bad. It, 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 it's it's going to be a bad game. Give me the demons, me I guess. Yeah, give me Northwestern State. Just strictly based upon they have a better logo because McNeese State has a damn Michigan M in the middle of it. True. <laughs> True. All right, boys, let's get to NFL picks and wrap up the show gloriously. All right, Thursday Night Football, we got Tampa and Buffalo. Who do we got here? Um, I'm going to take the Bills in a rebound. I, I think they rebound off this week. Tampa Bay, did they even play? They, they got beat. Yeah, they got beat by Atlanta. Week. Give me yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, that, that's yeah, but, but I, I think Buffalo is going to rebound. Give me Tampa Bay. All right. Philadelphia at Washington. Give me Philly. I really want to pick Washington in this game. I really do. But Washington has not shown me any kind. They're so inconsistent. It's not even funny. 
Yeah, but if there's one team that plays Philadelphia really, really tough is Washington. Give me the commanders. Ooh. Okay. New Orleans at Indy. Give me Minshew Mania. It's going to finally run wild. I agree. I will, I will third it. Jacksonville at Pittsburgh. Give me Jacksonville. I think this is going to be a close game. Give me Jacksonville, but like by three points. I agree. And I'm also going to agree, but I'm going to take Pittsburgh by three points. Jets and the Giants. It's been a while since these two played in the regular season, right? Yeah. It's been like four or five years or something like that. Yeah. Give me the Jets. Yeah. I will also take it. I'll take the Jets as well. They're starting to find their footing, which is odd to say. Texans and the Panthers. Give me CJ Stroud over Bryce Young. I don't even know if Bryce is playing this weekend, but give me CJ Stroud over Bryce Young. Oh, you know I agree. Those those Houston Texans are winning out, baby. Winning out, <laughs> okay. Hey, I predicted it. You know, They're only gonna was, win one game to finish the season did. or lose one game to finish the season. That was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I, I, Just pick the Texans. Oh, Do not Carolina. pick Carolina. I, I hope Carolina wins this game, but I've got the Texans as well. <laughs> wow. <laughs> New England at Miami. Give me Miami. It, definitely Miami. New England's not going to win back-to-back on this one. Atlanta at Tennessee. Give me Atlanta. Agreed. Tennessee's about to trade everybody. Yep, I'll give me Atlanta. Minnesota, Green Bay. Give me the Vikings. I will also take the Vikings. Yeah, They're give, on give an uphill. Green, Green Bay's it never was. All right. Rams at Dallas. Give me the Cowboys. Huh. We're favored by six and a half. Which is kind of surprising because I can see the Rams winning this. Uh, that's what I'm saying, though, that, that I can see the Rams winning this, too. They had a pretty bad game last week. Um, Dallas what is coming off a of bye week. Um, give me the Cowboys. Hesitantly, I'll take the Cowboys. Cleveland at Seattle. Um, still no word on if Sean's playing, right? Uh, uh, he is me, listed as questionable. Give me Seattle. Yeah, that is one Seattle. thing about Seattle. One thing about Seattle is that they're still like I did not expect Seattle to even be as competitive as what they've been this year. Um, even coming off of last year, I thought they were going to have a pretty good down year this year. Cleveland's been very impressive though. Um, even even with backups uh, behind Deshaun Watson, they've still been very very impressive. I'm going to take Cleveland 
but very, very close. Casey, Denver, Casey. Poor Denver. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, D Denver and Green Bay could have been considered a terrible game of the week. We could have put them over in the college realm of we could have, you know, with that way we could, you know, we could have, you know, given the FCS a little bit of a break. We'll just put the NFL in there. Uh, uh, but yes, I, I'm also thinking this is not going to be close. It's, it's going to be bad. Cincy San Fran, give me San Fran. San Fran's lost back to back. They're going back home. Cincinnati's coming off a bye week. Joe Burrow is playing better. This one's tough on me. This one's tough. I'm actually going to take Cincinnati. I think they're going to give San Francisco a third straight loss. Yeah, I think I'm I'm going to take Cincinnati here, not because of biasness, but just for the simple fact that bye week is going to help them dramatically as far as injuries go. So give me San or give me <laughs> give me Cincy. <laughs> I almost <laughs> said San Francisco. <laughs> Baltimore, Arizona. Give me the Ravens. Yep, Ravens. Easy. Arizona win this game. Yeah, right? Baltimore. This is the type of game that Arizona would Dang. win based yeah. upon this year. Just uh, saying. Wait, I just realized. Is Chicago LA? Is that the Sunday night game? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, that's no. bad. Hold on. Wait. No. Don't do that. Don't. Why? Hey, you guys got a good rookie quarterback. He played okay. Let's pump the brakes. I think he did 21 for 29. Uh, 162 he yards. Did what he, had, he did what he had to do. He did what he had to do. What a shit fest of a Sunday night game. Right? Give me the Chargers. Give me the Bears. I can't pick Bears games, so pick the Bears, guys. I'm picking the Bears, too. <laughs> Vegas and Detroit for Monday night. Give me Detroit. Yeah, Detroit's going to rebound this week, and they, they need it badly. Let's hope they rebound this week. But, yeah, give me Detroit. All right, boys. Got through our picks. Shout out to that. Can't believe that's the Sunday night game. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that one. Uh, all right, boys. Uh, any last thoughts? I mean, out of all the three primetime games, that's probably the best matchup. Unfortunately, it is. <laughs> that's saying something. <laughs> Shit week for football, honestly. Yep. Watch this be the weekend of major upsets, though. Oh, right. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. I can very well see that. All right, boys. Any any last things that you want to shout out before we get out of here? Nope. I'll do one for you, Jacob. OH. Io. Love you. you too, Alex. <laughs> no, you betrayed me. After all we've been through, you betrayed <laughs> me like this. All right. See you, Ricky. Uh, all right. So again, uh, <laughs> all right. So next week we will not be live on Tuesday. 
Uh, we'll be going live on Wednesday. I, again, I don't know the time. It'll either be 5 o'clock Central Time or 5.30 Central Time, like normal. Uh, just check out the channel. You'll see it go live up at some point. Uh, it'll either be like me and Ricky start the show and then me and Jacob finish the show. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, mo you know, We're just doing it again to celebrate Halloween. So happy Halloween to everyone. I got some spooky plans that I would like to do. So shout out to that. And uh, we'll definitely be back to talk about uh, college football playoff rankings and give our thoughts on it. So that'll be that'll be exciting. Looking forward to that. Uh, make sure to join the Discord. Uh, check out Rogue Energy with the referral link down below. Use promo code SPARK32 to get 10% off. As well as go over to Agent Inc. and pick up a jersey. Thank you so much. Until next time, bye.